The WHO's Framework Convention on Tobacco Control is now 10 years old and 168 countries have signed up to its commitment to reduce smoking rates. Now, the world's most populous country, China, is considering whether to ratify the convention and reduce its enormous numbers of smokers. A new paper on BMJ.com models what the effect of tobacco control in China would be. And to discuss, I'm joined by three of the paper's authors. First of all, David Levy. Yeah, I'm a professor at Georgetown University, and I've been working on the SimSmoke model for about 15 years, and I've applied the model to uh, over 30 countries and 10 states. Thanks, David. Next, we have Andrew Moran. I'm Andrew Moran. I'm an assistant professor at Columbia University, and I'm interested in primarily cardiovascular disease epidemiology and prevention policy, but I've been focused in a lot of my work on China um, for the last five years. Thanks, Andrew. And uh, lastly, Tay Wei Hu. Uh, yes, I'm a professor of Emeritus of uh, Health Economics at the University of California, Berkeley. I've been working on the tobacco control, particularly on taxation uh, in China more than 20 years. So if we can start with a baseline here, What's the burden of smoking in China? How many smokers do they have? And uh, what's the associated mortality and morbidity? According to uh, China CDC, uh, 2010, adult survey smokers total was uh, 356 million. And uh, among them, uh, 52.9% are male and then 2.4% are female. Uh, actually, there are two different numbers. There are a conservative number, which is one million deaths attributed to smoking. That is the low end. The high end is about 1.2 million uh, attributed to smoking. Uh, that is the current figure. If you look at deaths over the next um, 35 years, there's uh, over 50 million deaths per year. Uh, so uh, each year we see the impact of uh, smoking and it grows over time. And Andrew, how does that fit into the international picture? On a global basis, that there is a, a shift of the burden of tobacco from the developed or high-income countries that bore most of the burden of tobacco uh, or associated deaths during the 20th century. And during this century, the 21st century, more and more of the burden of tobacco illness is going to occur in developing countries, including China. And China is home to almost a third of the world's smokers. So controlling tobacco in China is a key global health uh, imperative. So the way the world is trying to control tobacco smoking at the moment is through the WHO's Framework Convention on Tobacco Control. So what's in that? What measures does it actually demand? The Framework Convention is a, a set of policies that have been developed through the World Health Organization, and uh, most countries in the world have ratified those policies. Um, those policies um, set out uh, the effective ways to reduce smoking. 
Um, and these policies, uh, or at least a major group of them, have been um, more clearly defined by the Empower policies, which focus on reducing the demand for smoking. And there are uh, five key areas. Those are taxation, smoke-free air laws, advertising bans, uh, health warnings, and cessation treatment policies. And you've been obviously trying to model what implementing the Framework Convention would actually do to China's smoking rates and associated deaths. But before we go into that, what is China trying to do at the moment to control its smoking rates? As uh, David has mentioned, uh, there are actually two types of uh, control. One is the price control, which is taxation, and the other is non-price control. China so far, in the last uh, eight years or so, uh, doing mostly on the non-price control, uh, particularly on the uh, smoke-free uh, area, that is uh, smoke-free, that the not to smoke in the public place. Uh, there are some uh, effort on the issue about uh, uh, advertisement, prohibiting per advertisement, but they're behind on two items. Number one, uh, raising the tax that shifts the retail price. And number two, they have still been working on uh, complying with the warning label. So these are the two issues uh, that uh, China needs to work on it. Furthermore, the uh, smoke regulation, it's, it's a regulation, but it's not a law. Uh, essentially, there's no national uh, uh, legislation yet. Uh, but the important part of uh, our, our this paper, and also why it is timely, because in the last couple of months, Chinese government leadership has announced that they're going to have a uh, nationwide, uh, the, uh, the smoke-free, uh, starting from the leadership uh, from the government. And then they probably by uh, next month, March, uh, they're going to have a, a National People's Congress to register for the uh, free uh, law. And so that's what you've done in this paper is to model the effect of some of those laws. So can you tell us a little bit about your model? What's gone into that and how have you constructed it? We start off with the smoking rates and we start the model in 1996. Um, and we start with the smoking prevalence then. There was a very good survey of smoking rates in that year uh, and take characteristics of the uh, population and also information about initiation and cessation rates. Then between 1996 and uh, 2010, we explicitly model the role of policies, um, and we take into account uh, all of the uh, major uh, FTC uh, as, as uh, uh, defined by Empower policies uh, into the model, um, incorporating those policies. And with those policies, we use best available information on the effects of policies. Extensive literature reviews have been done and expert panels have been used to develop the policy parameters. Um, based on the effect of policies, we find that the model predicts smoking rates 
quite well between 1996 and 2010. Uh, based on the validation of the model, we then use the model to predict the effects of implementing stricter policies. So obviously the model is in the paper for people to take a look at. It's very complicated, so we're not going to go into too much detail here. But can you tell us what you found when you actually did that study? Well, we find that uh, policies have tremendous potential to reduce the burden of smoking in terms of premature deaths caused by smoking. Um, and in particular, we find that um, tax policies have a particularly important effect. If you look at the effect uh, from about 2015 to 2050, you find that about 3.3 million premature deaths are averted. Um, when you implement the rest of the policies, and smoke-free air laws are particularly important, as well as media campaigns, uh, better enforced marketing bans, and cessation treatment policies, uh, and health warnings, when you combine all of those policies together, you find that the smoking rate can be reduced by about 40% by 2050 and about uh, 13, almost 13 million deaths can be averted by that year. And does that pattern hold true for other countries who've taken up the framework convention? Uh, yes. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, one of the things we've done with the models is we've looked at the effects of policies that have already been implemented. In one of my papers for Brazil, where they've implemented particularly strong policies and met most of the empower requirements uh, using SimSmoke, I found that almost a 50% reduction in smoking rates could be attributed to the policies that they've already implemented. And that model, again, was validated and fit well. And another uh, recent art, uh, paper that uh, I did with the CISNET group found that in the United States, policies uh, uh, over the last uh, 50 years, we haven't had as strong of policies, but over the last 50 years, due to policies, there's been a 50% relative reduction in uh, smoking rates. Now, if the government were to do exactly everything you would hope they would do, how quickly do you think we'd see an actual drop in smoking rates and, you know, mortality and things like that? Well, uh, from the study we have done in California, because California was uh, 25 years ago, we uh, had uh, the first state raise the uh, cigarette tax, 25 cents per pack, uh, that uh, uh, we, have, we can see the immediate effect on the uh, consumption reduction uh, about uh, 10% uh, within a year, but also from the health statistics, we see that the reduction of the healthcare expenditures, and particularly on the cardiac uh, 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 the illness. So we see that there are immediate effects uh, when such kind of uh, uh, policy to be implemented. As, as Tei Wei 
just stated, uh, there are some immediate effects of policies, but many of the effects of policies are delayed because the effects of taxes grow over time. Um, in addition, you know, um, when smokers quit, uh, for many of the types of death, the effects are delayed. For example, for um, uh, cancer, for lung cancer uh, and COPD, the effects will um, grow slowly over time. Now, that's not to argue that they aren't important. It's to argue that we need to uh, implement these policies as soon as possible to realize those savings in life years uh, that can be expected over time. So it sounds like your model's well validated and holds true for these other countries, but obviously it's still a modelling study and you've had to take in some assumptions there. So are there any caveats you'd like to talk about? Uh, yes, um, a couple of caveats. Um, First, we made fairly conservative uh, assumptions uh, about uh, female smoking rates. Uh, according to the GETS survey, female smoking rates are on the order of about uh, 2% compared to about uh, 52% for uh, males. Um, some have predicted with the increase in incomes and as uh, China uh, uh, becomes increasingly developed, female rates could be increasing over time. Uh, so I think we've been uh, particularly conservative there, assuming that in the absence of policies, there'd be a very slow decline from 2% in smoking rates. Uh, another assumption that we've made is that the tax increases will be passed on to consumers. In the past, uh, the uh, monopoly in China has not uh, always done that. And as a result, the effects of the taxes weren't fully borne. However, we expect that if the other policies are also implemented, and those other policies, as we predict, will have a uh, large effect on the smoking rate, China will have much more incentive to raise the price in line with taxes. Yeah, um, one thing I'd like to add is in terms of the effectiveness of these policies, one of the unknowns is um, how receptive the public will be to the policies. Um, it's just, it's been encouraging that in the developed countries over the years, um, tobacco behavior, smoking uh, became socially unacceptable and that's not the case currently in China, but the hope is with the combined effects of these policies, uh, improvements in the education level of the average Chinese person, more awareness of the harms of tobacco, that the population would be more uh, receptive to these kind of um, policies and um, receptive to quitting smoking or not picking it up in the first place. 
And um, I would add to that, I think that's an excellent point, and I would add to that that the countries where we've seen the most success and where SimSmoke has um, been shown to predict well are the, com- are the countries that implement um, all or most of the empower policies. So it's important not only to increase taxes, but to implement the other policies. When they're implemented together, they have a synergistic effect, and the uh, full impacts of the policies can be realized through changes in norms, through changes in incentives uh, not to smoke. Another limitation of our study is that we did not include deaths from secondhand smoke. And these, uh, these deaths may be a particularly large burden because of the high male smoking rates. Um, even though females appear to smoke at much lower rates, they uh, will often be affected in the home by the secondhand smoke of their spouse. Uh, the importance of this paper is that uh, uh, there are studies, uh, including myself, have done the impact of taxation alone on the effect of uh, smoking uh, prevalence rate reduction, reducing uh, mortality. Uh, the importance of this paper is that uh, we adding, including the other four uh, tobacco control, non-price control uh, impact, and that is total together. So that, I think, is the first time ever that uh, look at the overall impact. That's number one. Number two, as David um, as mentioned earlier, that the, even though that there's no uh, tax increase revealed, shifted to the retail price, however, that uh, this this uh, last uh, November and December, and including coming months, the China, the Central Party, are going to have a tax reform, the overall called a consumption tax reform. And that means that cigarette is part of the consumption tax reform. So the, the reform, the goal is to, uh, to shift the tax to the retail price. Now, given the tax reforms coming and people like you're showing the burden of smoking, do you think, or can you guess whether China will actually go ahead and raise these taxes and put the other measures in place to control their smoking rates? Yes, I, I think that um, uh, at least from uh, my own um, uh, observation and also interaction with the um, officials and the Ministry of uh, Finance um, in my uh, recent visit, uh, they are uh, working on the policy stimulations on uh, how much tax increase and what form tax increase, which is on the uh, quantity or on the price, which we call it excise tax or advaluant tax. So the government is really serious about it, uh, looking at the question is uh, uh, whether or not to raise tax, but the question is how to raise tax and how much to raise tax and uh, when to raise tax. The other aspect of the um, encouraging sign is which uh, is that the Chinese economy is slowing down, and so the central revenue, the government revenue, is is also uh, declining. So they they realize that uh, raising t- tax on cigarette is a very effective and convenient way to raise the revenue. 
So these are the factors that I observe that we see that there's a good news maybe coming uh, in this 2014. That was David Levy, Andrew Moran and Tewe Hu there. They were discussing the paper, The Potential Effects of Tobacco Control in China, projections from the China SimSmoke Simulation Model, which is now available open access on bmj.com.